You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I hope you had an amazing Thursday. I'm going to be here with you to help you close it out. I'm going to be hanging out for the next three hours. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. A big shout-out to our super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City. We got a lot to get into over the next three hours. I get started, though, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, every single weeknight. You got me tonight, you got me tomorrow, and then I'll be back on Monday. If you didn't hear the first hour of the show, we took some time to really dive into a lot of the injuries in the NBA. Because it's injury after injury after injury. It's like there's a ghost out there just tripping these dudes up. Two weeks ago, LaMelo Ball goes for a crossover and he breaks his own ankle. Literally, the man broke his own damn ankle on a crossover. Last night, Kevin Durant warming up for his son's home debut. Goes up for a layup, goes up for a dunk, sprains his ankle, Kevin Durant will be re-evaluated in two to three weeks. He might miss the rest of the regular season. I mean, well, come on now. Kevin Durant can't catch a break. LaMelo Ball did break his ankle. His brother Lonzo Ball, we found out that Lonzo, he might need a third surgery on his left knee. We ain't seen Lonzo Ball since January of 2022. It is now March of 2022. 23. Zion Williamson is out while fat. Sorry. Luka Doncic has a, a, a ham, not hamstring. He has a, what's the other side of your, Shep, what's the other side of your leg? The thigh. The thigh. He got a thigh injury. The man was rubbing his thigh. He's all busted up. At least he's okay. The Mavericks say that Luka, he, he's, doesn't need to be out for a long time whenever he's ready to play and can manage the pain he'll go out there and do it and so we talked about all of these injuries in the NBA it's like everyone is snake bitten and then you got a guy like Carl Anthony Towns that no one no one talks about poor Carl Anthony Edwards just snatched that whole damn team away from him shout out to the Bulldogs anyway we talked about Kyler Murray as well Kelvin Beecham Offensive lineman for the Cards, I guess former offensive lineman. Uh, He pretty much said that Kyler Murray needs to grow up. Kyler Murray, another Phoenix star dealing with an injury, recovering from that torn ACL. And then we got an update on Aaron Rodgers, that the New York Jets are optimistic that Aaron Rodgers is going to end up a Jet. Now, that doesn't mean anything, because with Aaron Rodgers, you never know. He might decide to go back into another wormhole or do another Groundhog's Day or live behind a rock. I don't 
No. But the Jets feel confident, and they could bring him to New York or New Jersey, where he should probably stay. Aaron Rodgers shouldn't step a foot into the island or onto the island of Manhattan. He has stay in New Jersey. It'd probably be safer for him there. We are running to more weird people in New York City. But outside of that, right before we went to break, and we got a lot to get into tonight, by the way, we'll talk about Matthew Stafford. It's been reported that the Rams are trying to get rid of him. Jimmy Garoppolo might have some legitimate team options in front of him. Uh, Draymond Green and the Warriors tonight, they lost to the Memphis Grizzlies, but Draymond and Dylan Brooks were destroying each other. Fred Van Vliet was fine for talking crazy to the refs. And speaking of talking crazy, Shep, right before we went to break, what did you ask me about uh, Rodgers? What did you say? I mean, Jerry, you asked a great question. I mean, when was Rodgers finally going to make the decision? And then it just automatically had us infer. Have we ever, or specifically have you ever, in your lifetime covering all these professional athletes, come across someone that wanted and sought attention more than Aaron Rodgers? Well, recently, and I had to think about it, and now, now I have an answer. And last night, he just, this is an example. His, it's Kyrie Irving. I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to walk around the the answer, or I could just get to the chase. It's it's Kyrie Irving. We we know the recent story and issue and situation surrounding Kyrie. He gets traded to the Dallas Mavericks. He's now a Dallas Mav. I just told you about Luka Doncic and his thigh injury, and here we go. Kyrie Irving has been up until now a. Uh, a model citizen, right? He told the the media early on, please do not ask me about my impending free agency. I am here. I'm all about the Dallas Mavericks. And just let's focus in on the now. Well, the now for the Dallas Mavericks has Luka dealing with, uh, what is it? A thigh the injury. thigh injury, correct. Dealing with a thigh. Dallas is 34 and 33. They're in eighth place. Let's be real here. If Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving were both healthy from now until the playoffs, why, would, why the hell would anybody be excited about a, a two-man team that's small, a two-man team lacking depth where Kyrie and Luka are going to pass the ball back and forth and say, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Okay, Tim Hardaway, here, your turn to shoot it. Like this, there's, there's nothing here for the Dallas Mavericks. That's with both of them healthy. And so now, Luka is out. Could be a game, could be two games, could be three. But Luka will be back unless there's some type of exaggeration of his thigh injury. And so Kyrie Irving, I guess last night was the night. The Mavericks lose. Luka leaves the game. They, they go down to the Pelicans, 113-106. to Kyrie Irving picked it up at the end of the game. He had a poor first half. I believe he only scored four points. And then he he pretty much finished last night with 27 points. And then he went home. Or whatever the hell he goes. And Kyrie Irving turned on his phone, his computer, his laptop. And in a dark room with his jacket on and his hat on, and just kind of smoke in the background. I don't know what it was. It was like he was like auditioning for Ninja Turtles. It was like he was in a sewer. 
he went on Twitch. If you don't know what Twitch is, very simple. It's a live streaming platform. You hit a button, you go live. And Kyrie Irving had some interesting things to say. Kyrie went ahead and just talked about how he's perceived. You know, Kyrie started to talk about how he is perceived as a locker room cancer, how he is looked upon as as, as someone, you know, people judge him away from basketball. He talked about his standing as a human being on planet Earth. This is what Kyrie had to say on Twitch after the game last night. How am I free if I know my people aren't free in Africa? How am I free if I'm not, I know my indigenous people are not free in Australia? How am I free if I know kids are still working on the cobalt mines in the Congo, making Teslas? Okay, there was a, a whole lot more that Kyrie said there about you know how he's perceived as a player, and it, it didn't stop there. These were kind of random rants. He, he, he went on. And then Kyrie wanted to also chime in about, like, gambling. Kyrie just, he talked about how he's being dehumanized as a player and, and people look at him and it takes the fun out of the game. Listen to this. Gambling and sports betting has completely taken the purity away from, and the fun away from the game at times. Let me just be honest with y'all. So, like, work is work, but the support around it um, can be very distracting. You know what I mean? There's a difference between being a diehard fan and supporting your team and loving your team versus somebody that's betting on a parlay or somebody that wants to hit. And don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody wasting their money on me. <laughs> but God dang, like, this whole community of gamblers that's coming to the game of basketball, y'all tell me what y'all think. Want to gamble? Why don't you gamble on something that makes sense to you? And if you gamble on me, I'm not going to tell you whether it's a good gamble or a bad game. I'm just saying, you gambling, you're going to win or lose. But that doesn't mean sliding into people's DMs or wishing bad on them. To, to his point, which is random, I don't know why he's on Twitch three hours, two hours after the game, just, just kind of rambling on. Terry Rozier, he had to curse out a fan who was in his DMs. We've heard plenty of NFL players and NBA players and Major League Baseball. Maybe not baseball. Well, maybe probably too. We've heard enough professional athletes talk about in post messages where fans are cursing them out because the players have cost them money. You didn't hit enough free throws. I had the over on the amount of points you were going to score. Why did you miss the shot? Why did you take that shot? You cost me 50, 100, 1,000. You cost me big money. And so I hear what Kyrie Irving is saying there. But to answer your question, Shep, between Aaron Rodgers and, and, and who is out just looking for attention, Kyrie Irving is the answer. And last night was a, a prime example. I have no idea. Why after a loss to the Pelicans, where Kyrie didn't have the best of games, that he wanted to go online, go on Twitch, and just rail about potentially being a, a locker room cancer, and then move on into 
you know, the bigger, larger problems in the world and then ended sports gambling. I guess he was bored. You know, maybe Aaron Rodgers can call up Kyrie Irving and just uh, get some advice. Kyrie is from New Jersey. He played in Brooklyn. Maybe Kyrie can give Aaron Rodgers advice on handling uh, the New York media. I don't know if that'd be a help, but he should just give him a call either way. It's a it's a wild world. And I, if, if you're Mark Cuban, what do you say to yourself? Like, we just we just traded for this man. We traded away assets to bring in Kyrie Irving. And now here he is. Randomly on a Thursday morning after a game. On Twitch. I get it. Draymond Green, they go to the finals and Draymond Green, he's doing podcasts in the hotel room. After the game. And I give Draymond credit. It didn't matter if he sucked. He still went online and he did his podcast. But this is this is where we're at right now. I'm going live to do a podcast. I'm I, I just had a game. I need to get some things off my chest. Kyrie Irving is ranting on Twitch randomly. Gambling part, I do understand that though. Is gambling ruining sports? Like we, I actually looked at some numbers. One in five adults bet on the Super Bowl. The one that took place just about a month ago. One in five adults bet on the Super Bowl. That's 50 million Americans. There were 100 million sports betting transactions that took place over Super Bowl weekend. 100 million. Who's going to win over under just, just everything you could think of. You can legally bet in Arizona outside of the stadium in Glendale. More than 100,000 transactions took place just on Super Bowl Sunday. Everybody's making money. At the end of an NBA game, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at disclaimers that used to say, don't steal the NBA game. And now they say, hey, if, if you got a gambling problem, call this number. Every quarter, just the sports betting industry is starting to make, you know, $2 billion is moving towards $2 billion a quarter. We're going to blink and they're going to make 8 to $10 billion a year. All your favorite companies. The Raiders are in Vegas. NFL wouldn't dare touch it. Oh, Vegas is too dangerous for our players. It's going to screw up the integrity of our game. The NBA, you will blink. Give it a few years. Once the revenues increase and they come to an agreement on a new CBA, yeah, there'll be a team in Las Vegas. We got a WNBA team in Vegas. So ain't nobody afraid of gambling anymore. I'm sure Pete Rose is kind of upset about this. Calvin Ridley, we talked about Calvin Ridley last night. Calvin Ridley back in the NFL says, yeah, I bet on the Falcons, but I was depressed at the time. I was in a dark place. 
You can make money. You can make money bet on everything. I saw an article yesterday on CNBC that even the WWE, which is scripted, it is trying to talk to individual states to allow for betting on WWE, which is difficult because the outcomes are scripted. The WWE is trying to protect the outcomes to maintain the integrity. Even the wrestlers won't know until right before the match what the outcome will ultimately be. Everybody wants to get involved in sports betting, in sports gambling. But can the players complain too much? They're recipients to part of that revenue. When you start looking at these gigantic contracts and the money that they make, and I just told you Kyler Murray, who's recovering from a torn ACL, Kyler Murray is in line for 230 mil. He has 160 guaranteed. You don't think a good portion of his revenue will be covered by sports betting? You don't think that that's a a portion of growing revenue for the NFL? Just last year, last year's Super Bowl, Americans placed $7.6 billion. Let me say that again. $7.5 billion in legal bets. Everybody's making money off of this gambling. And so Kyrie Irving, he might be, he might be right. There are fans who go a little too far. There are fans who want to curse out players to high hell because they missed a shot, they missed a free throw, because that player, that team cost them money. Well, now they just got an extra reason to get cursed out, to get booed, to get taunted. The players should let it roll over their shoulders or just... It's kind of going one ear and out the other, just like everything else. As much as gambling, to Kyrie Irving's point, might be taking the joy and the love out of the game, and don't play. Because a part of your salary, a growing pool of that money, is coming from gambling. It's coming from sports betting. And if the athletes are are too high and mighty to, you know, deal with someone getting ticked off, some stupid fan, yeah, some stupid fan angry at the player, if it bothers you so much, then don't play. That's what makes this so confusing about Kyrie and Aaron Rodgers. They, They say one thing and they do another. Aaron Rodgers, I don't care what anybody thinks. If you don't like what I say, don't listen. Well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make a decision, but I need people to come kiss my ass. And then Kyrie Irving, after a loss, is just on, on live, on Twitch, just expressing himself. Maybe Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie forget advice. They just need to exchange phone numbers and be best friends. At least both of these guys will have someone to listen to without putting their commentaries into a public forum. I don't know if they'd be able to listen to each other, though, JR. They're so busy listening to themselves talk. They can stream it on Twitch. Very simple.
that'd be a hell of a conversation. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about Kyrie's comments on gambling, though? It's just very interesting. Sports betting is not going anywhere. You can't turn on a game without seeing a line. You can't watch or hear anything without you know, being inundated with, with stats and numbers and, and advice. And we know gambling, for a lot of people, it can be a drug. It can ruin lives. It's like anything. If you don't do it responsibly, it can be harmful. We can say the same thing for alcohol. We can say the same thing about food. If you overindulge in anything, ask Tiger Woods, sex. If you do too much of anything, it can get you in trouble. Is Kyrie Irving right about gambling? Is it a little too dangerous in the sports space? Yeah, it is dangerous. It always has been. More people have access. But Kyrie, if you don't like it, you, you got an option, bruh. Don't take the money. Go do something else. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about the growth of betting in the world of sports? I'll get to your calls on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, how's it going? I uh, love listening to your show. Uh, I drink a brewski and listen to you every night after work. Helps me unwind. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Last night, the Dallas Mavericks lost to the Pelicans. I guess all the fans in Dallas, they got their first. They got their first Kyrie experience, and not for the 27 points he scored on the court. But Kyrie Irving, after the game, a few hours at its completion, he went on Twitch, and he went down a line of, I don't know, talked about his standing in the league, people looking at him as a, as a cancer went from him being a cancer to some of the larger issues in the world. Kyrie talked about some of the joy being taken out of the game due to gambling. And that was one thing that I felt like, okay, well, that it actually might make some sense. That's It's still random for him to bring up. It, it might make some sense. Matter of fact, let's, let's replay what Kyrie Irving had to say about betting and gambling ruining sports, potentially. Gambling and sports betting has completely taken the purity away from, and the fun away from the game at times. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. So, like, work is work, but the support around it um, can be very distracting. You know what I mean? There's a difference between being a diehard fan and supporting your team and loving your team versus somebody that's betting on a parlay or somebody that wants to hit. And don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody wasting their money on me. <laughs> But God dang, like, 
this whole community of gamblers that's coming to the game of basketball. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Want to gamble? Why don't you gamble on something that makes sense to you? And if you gamble on me, I'm not going to tell you whether it's a good gamble or a bad gamble. I'm just saying, you gambling. You're going to win or lose. But that doesn't mean sliding into people's DMs or wishing bad on them. Yeah, a good portion of what he said has a point. I agree with with almost everything he says. I think it's important to to recognize that it is a business. Like, what you do, Kyrie, is is a business. That's it. You can talk about the purity of the game, and this is a brand new element of it. It's it's a business. Having a, a, a patch on your jersey is it's a business. Does that take away from the purity of the game? The whole idea is to monetize it. If you want to just flat play purely for the love and the joy and the purity of the game, and don't play in the NBA. And don't take the money. Don't take the contract. But I wholeheartedly agree with him that there are some individuals who just take it way too far. And I don't think it's so much of a of a gambling issue. I think it's a social media society issue. Kyrie Irving cost me a game. Oh, man, Terry Rozier cost me a game. Jimmy Garoppolo cost me a game. F you, Jimmy. Like, do, do we need this? People are crazy out here. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to California and talk to Kurt. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Good evening, JR. What's up, Kurt? What's on your mind? As a sports fan, um, agree with you and Kyrie. Sports, professional sports, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, there really is nothing compatible between pro sports and wagering, except maybe for when it was strictly in the state of Nevada. However, for it to go for to every state and then have people all of a sudden um, thinking that making, that making a living wagering on pro sports is something that they can do and do it satisfactorily or, or successfully I think is is short-sighted. And oh, so when, when, when pro football becomes a partner with FanDuel or with DraftKings, there's no compatibility there. They have nothing in common. And so when you have commercials where you have one company come on and say, well, you should wager on this team because uh, we feel that the number of points uh, is not accurate. And then an hour later, you have somebody else come on and say, well, you know what, if you have a gambling problem, then you should call us. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, well, I, I, I hear you, Kurt, and thank you for calling from California. I, I can tell you what they all have in common. You you said that the NFL and, and kind of gambling, they, they run counterintuitive. That's not true. The name of the game is to make money. The NFL, the NBA, fill in the blank, NHL, they want to make money. It don't matter if we, we have now taken casinos and put them into the palm of your hand. Everybody wants to make money. And if we can all partner up to make money, 
then, yeah, we got something in common. It's making money. It doesn't matter what you want to call it. Betting, gambling, participating in, in games of chance. Like, you run a risk. I mean, you should know that already. Regardless of whether you're going up to a table and you're, you're putting your money on some chips or you're going down and you, you're putting your money on Kyrie Irving, it's, it's a gamble. You put something down on the table, you might win or you might lose. Be prepared for the circumstances. It's unfortunate, though, now with sports betting or gambling, these are real human beings. You ain't betting against the, against the casino. You're not going up against the house. You're going up, uh, you, you got somebody that, that's human, that's tangible right there in front of you, maybe on the screen, maybe in the arena, maybe in the stadium. You going to blame yourself or you going to blame them? 855-212-4CBS. Tony's calling from South Carolina. Hey, JR. Uh, I, I listen to you quite often. I very rarely call. But uh, I just like to say that, man, gambling on any sport has been going on forever and ever. And, like, cavemen have, you know, Hey, this guy, this guy over here is good at tiddlywinks. My money's on it. My my bones are on him. But anyways, now that all these FanDuel and and uh, all the betting venues have become so popular, it's uh, it's a fad. And what it's doing is. These people are, you know, can be misinformed and they're making stupid bets that move the line. Well, (laughs) I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Tony. Thank you for calling from South Carolina. It ain't it ain't no fad. It's not going anywhere. It's become a, a normalized part of society in a lot of cases. And we can we can go ahead and look over in Europe it's been a normal part of, of football slash soccer forever. We here in the United States have just been too cool for school because of the dangers. But then we said, well, we don't care about the dangers. We care about the money first. And that how it always goes. Let's take the money and worry about the dangers afterwards instead of being self-righteous about it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls there. And another element that comes into to gambling and sports betting, etc. Are you really screwing up the integrity of the game? We talked about Calvin Ridley last night. He was a Falcon. He bet on the Falcons. He picked up on the Hard Rock app and then bet on the Falcons. Like, what are you doing? And then we all know about Mr. Donahue. And last night, Fred Van Vliet, he went nuclear on an official. It didn't have anything to do with gambling or cheating, but he felt what took place wasn't fair, and it cost him a lot, a lot of money. We will hear from Fred Van Vliet with a lot of bleeps on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First off, I just want to say mad respect for your show. You always uh, got a lot of good points. I agree with a lot of things you say. I just want to say I love your show. Me and my grandpa listen to it every night. I needed it at JR Fix tonight, and I'm glad that you're on. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. We got a lot to get into. I want to talk about Matthew Stafford. Looks like the Rams are trying to blow everything up. We got a couple of teams that should or are probably interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. There's there's a lot going on. We've been talking about sports gambling. Kyrie Irving made some comments about how uh, gambling is destroying or, or taking away from the purity of the game, especially when you have fans who go overboard. They want to attack the players. They want to threaten players. And they don't understand that this is a gamble. You know, you can win or you can lose. And and I guess for, not for once, but Kyrie Irving makes a point. Why he decided to make this point now, I have no idea. He was on Twitch last night. And so I'm, sh- I'm sure he saw comments on social media. Maybe he saw uh, Terry Rogier have to curse out a fan for, you know, threatening him over a bet. And that led to these comments by Kyrie, 855-212-4CBS. Someone else who made some comments last night, and he did not wait to go home. He made these comments at the arena, and it cost him today $30,000. His name is Fred Van Vliet. He's the point guard for the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors are they're trying to stay alive. They're trying to stay relevant. They lost to the Clippers, 108, excuse me, to 100. Uh, On Monday night, you might remember, this is the same team, the Raptors. They lost to Denver on Monday. Scott Foster threw Scotty Barnes out of the game. Scotty Barnes basically yelled at Scott Foster, hey, man, you're cheating, something of that nature. He got thrown out. Scotty Barnes says, I was talking to myself. Okay, yeah, well, sure. Well, last night in the Clippers' loss, The Clippers shot 31 free throws. The Raptors had 14. The referee was Ben Taylor. Fred Van Vliet was not thrilled with this, and he went nuclear at the post-game press conference. Take a listen to this. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought Ben Taylor was f***ing terrible tonight. On most nights, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just f***ed the game up. You know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. And then you got the other ones who just want to be and um, just kind of the game up. Nobody's coming to see that. They come to see the players. Oh, that was the that was a short version. He went off and he went on and he doubled up and he doubled down on everything that he just said with more expletives. And so today, as I just told you, Fred Van Vliet was fined $30,000 by the NBA. And he didn't necessarily come out and beg for forgiveness. He said, obviously, I was frustrated. I was emotional. A lot of people feel that way. Hopefully, going forward, we see some change for the better, for the betterment of the game. I was a little emotional. It was a tough loss. Things not going our way. I got caught up in the moment a little bit. You live and you learn. And you move on. There you have it. Fred Van Vliet. He told everybody last night, I got the money. I'm not worried about it. It only cost him 
only cost him $30,000. This is the same Fred Van Vliet who is ultimately going to be a free agent. He's in the midst of a four-year, $85 million contract. So I guess that $30,000 fine for speaking his mind, I guess for Fred Van Vliet, it was, it was worth it. 855-212-4CBS. Ramon is calling from Indianapolis. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. <laughs> Way to uh, set that up, yeah, JR. Thank you for my call. You're wonderful as usual. Uh, I bet you with all this gambling, uh, the family of Shoeless Joe Jackson, and I bet you P. Rose and Holland, hey, you know, you know, y'all need to put us in the Hall of Fame now. You know, y'all, y'all got gambling on. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you they, they figure that shit being shrine right now. Uh, I remember High Ron Williams and, and uh, of course, SMU and, and I think Eric Dickerson was on that team with the Pony Express backfield back then. And yeah. so, uh, if, if you're right, it's going to be around. My only question is, is, is the officiating Donahue was not wrong. He said it was more than him. Those calls against Cincinnati, uh, I, I mean, the guy did hit him out of bounds. But darn it. I mean, but the Super Bowl, that call, I mean, he's, I, I, the officials need to be watched. I believe they need to be watched. I think Van Fleet well, may know. Everybody – Everybody is 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 being watched, and you, there, there's nobody who is well, quote unquote. And and thank you, Ramon, for calling from Indianapolis. They they ain't nobody who's above the law, right, or above board to not get caught. It's only cheating if you get caught, right? There are enough technologies out that if if you get got, you're done. How about this? Calvin Ridley didn't wake up and go to the NFL office on Park Avenue and 45th Street, he didn't go to New York City, go to Roger Goodell's office and say, hey, I got a confession. I gambled on my own team. He didn't do that. This man was basically flagged by software that the NFL has with a company that's sole purpose is to track these things. Now, you tell me. It's not like Calvin Ridley just went to an anonymous guy with a a Dick Tracy hat on and said, hey, man, I want to put down XYZ on the Falcons. That's not how it happened. This man picked up a phone. There's not a damn thing that happens on earth with a cell phone that is not recorded, traced, trackable. It's just that's how he got caught. And so, yeah, everybody can get in bed. And and we know this is going to continue to happen until the end of time. It's only a matter of time before somebody else gets caught. It was Calvin Ridley last year. He was suspended a season, and now he was just reinstated. Are we all that naive? We know there's going to be another official. Who will it be? Is it going to be in the NBA? Is it going to be somebody on the ice in the NHL? Is it going to be an umpire? Will it be an MLB player? It's only a matter of time. It could be someone in the NCAA. It's only a matter of time before somebody else gets caught. That there's a new scandal. This is just how the world works. Hey, you can give me some quick money. I can use my power, I can use my influence to win myself some money by doing this a little different or turning a blind eye here. Oh, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time.
Aaron is calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR, big fan. Um, and I just have to agree with you with what you say. Like, it's just become the norm that sports scandals have been popping up here and there. Um, it really all started with the Tim Donahue and the just NBA ref scandal. And I know there's been so many reports and stories and just lies and stuff. And honestly, like, that's what's going to become of the NFL. And personally, I think it's going to, there's going to be this huge just kind of reveal eventually in the NFL because I think a lot of fans can agree there's been some really questionable calls the last few years and some important games, and it obviously raised suspicion over time that it keeps happening again and again, and we get this promise that it's not and things are going to get better. And Personally, I haven't hey, seen that. It's it's happened for so long, and I know we now with technology we have the benefit of the doubt by looking at replay. We, we can look at every angle and every system, so it's it's scrutinized even more. But as as Ramon said from Indianapolis, it doesn't matter if you want to go back to 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 baseball, shoeless Joe Jackson. You want to look at the Black Sox. You want to look at Tim Donahue. We're talking about the better part of a century now, and yeah. all these leagues have done is make more and more money without repercussion, because fans want to make money too. The leagues want to make money. And if everybody can make money, guess what? Everybody turns a blind eye. So what? That guy cheated. Oh, well, that's that guy. They caught him. It will deter other people from cheating. But now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Everybody's in the business of money. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I will leave the phone lines open. I want you to hear from Draymond Green and Dylan Brooks. They hate for each other. We'll talk about Stafford, Garoppolo. We got a lot. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 